0: Hey, hey, here we are. Welcome back. Sitting in our closets <laughs> recording another podcast. I think we're on episode 58 and today we're talking about new levels and new lessons. We love new levels. We love a good up level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have, we're, we're quite the growth junkies. We've realized we're a little bit addicted to um, just, you know, Self-growth. new levels and growing into new things and new ventures and new aspects of ourselves. And we, but we end up finding ourselves in what seems like the same place of our life again. And again, um, just when you get stuck in the day to day, you end up like feeling a certain feeling that you have felt before in your life. Like I've been here before. This is like, I thought I was going somewhere. Why am I back where I started? So what we're asking is, is that really a problem that you find yourself back in the same struggle or challenge? is it positive or is it a negative that you might look like you're in the same place you were a few years ago?
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, right now it's two years that we started the podcast. So we've been doing this for two years and what we found is that we're back at the crossroads of not having a clue what to do next. Yeah. <laughs> um, same as two years ago when we started.
0: Yeah. it's Right. <laughs> and it's uh, we're in the my anniversary month. Uh-huh. Um, so kind of funny. So just to recap two years ago, I left my job as a public school educator and i could not see forward i thought i knew what i wanted like i had this i was like i'm gonna quit my job and i'm going to hit it up i'm gonna like teach all these classes i'm gonna grow my business and i took that big leap of faith and felt like i was starting at ground zero and by the way what i thought i was going to do is not at all what i ended up having energy and motivation to do Um, We ended up taking quite a turn and really dove into self-work instead, and that's kind of why we started. We did a lot of work. We did a lot (laughs) lot of work um, on ourselves, which is actually what taught me that by changing yourself, you can change so Mm -hmm. much around you. It's really, the only thing you can change, let's be honest. It's the most sustainable thing that you can change. yeah. Because other things take so much energy. And then if you take your hands off of them, you know, who like you can't, you know, can you keep it up forever? But the growth I've invested in myself, I'm never losing that. It's never going mm-hmm. away. And, you know, I've watched so many things around me transform um, just because I guess I'm, you know, this different factor in it that I see things differently. And so anyway, it just creates all these new variables when you grow within yourself and things start changing around you. It's, it's just really cool.
1: Yeah. And you know, first for me, I cut down my work hours at the salon. And then a year later, which was last year and the end of May, I quit my job. And that just led to more time for self reflection and growth. Um, And in that process, I felt led to write a book about the entire growth process that I Mm -hmm. went through. And that was just published um, July 1st. So
0: you can get it designed for joy by Val Petty. It's on Amazon, or you can go to valpetty.com and read more about it. Yeah. So, and here we are. Like, where are we? Yeah, where is this exactly? Where are <laughs> we in 2020? We've accomplished a lot, but where are we? <laughs> yeah. Well, we're it's post round one of COVID quarantine life. We survived quarantine and life is a little bit weird for everybody, the whole country. Like we're stepping back and forth. Like, are we... Are we wearing masks? Are we not? Are we going to school mm-hmm. or are we not? Are we, are we going back to normal quote unquote normal life or are we not? Is this the new normal? What, you know, have we, have yeah. we found the new normal yet? Like nothing has settled at yeah, all. Yeah, And it's like, we're back to another July and in the same place,
1: but nothing is the same at all.
0: Mm-hmm. So life is this series of cycles. Nothing is nothing. Nothing about 2020 is the same as, you know, from any year of life that I've lived, okay. But life is like that. Like you go through these series of cycles and <clears throat> the atmosphere, the the surroundings, the setting changes, but you might find yourself in the same relationship struggles, the same like financial challenges, the same disf- dissatisfaction with your career or I don't know where you live or whatever, whatever those outward circumstances are for you. And, in these different areas of life, we, we level up and we do grow and we gain wisdom. We, we do great things. We accomplish, you know, smaller goals. And then we come back around to some of those same lessons again. But when we come back around, we do have the, the new wisdom and the bigger faith that we've never had before. So like we have expanded into a new place and it, but it tends to feel the same when you like go around the mountain and come back to the same spot again, you're, you're higher up, but mm-hmm. It, like it's the same view.
1: Yeah. And let's be honest, you know, our fear is that we will break through into what we prayed for and worked for. And then somehow we won't be able to maintain it or stay there. Um, you know, we wait for the next bad thing to drop knowing that life always has its challenges, but the truth of it is it's really impossible to fall back into the place where we were and stay there, you know, because when you grow, you expand. So you have a new perspective with the wisdom and the faith you've gained. And even if you have a bad day or a week or, you know, even a whole season, it will never be the bad that you've endured before because you just don't fit there anymore.
0: It's kind of like the the goldfish scenario. I I don't know how true this is, but like they say, if you put a goldfish in a very large container, it will grow to the size of the container. Oh, Um, interesting. But if you keep it in a small, there's a book, Big Leap by...
1: Oh, I've read that. So I have heard this before. (laughs) I forgot his name. Gay, Gay. Hendricks or Gary Hendricks. Gay, Gay Gay Hendrix. Hendrix. Right. Yeah. Oh, I've read it. I yeah. just don't remember that much. <laughs>
0: It's on the cover. I kind of have good. a hard
1: time remembering
0: <laughs> Um, the big leap. So like when you take the big leap, so, you know, we've had typical goals before. We've had a lot of typical goals. We had a lot of, you know, we work in a, a, a company that is based on a, a direct marketing or network marketing model and it's, I mean, in those types of companies, people are always setting goals and like telling you exactly how to get there. You know, you do this and you do that and you, you know, follow all this, whatever. We're not really great at stuff like that. We think we want certain goals that, you know, get dangled in front of us. And you might keep even writing down the same certain goals um, and changing the date. <laughs> like we have Uh same goal, new date. <laughs> <laughs> great. And at some point you have to ask yourself, is that, is that really what you want? You know, if you've changed the date two or three times and we both realized something this week and we've probably realized it before, because again, we've come back to the same place again,
1: but this is the first time we have really realized it.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll put this it's on. Like the we've camera.
1: known it, but like, like had a full conversation
0: about it where it's like, oh, that explains a lot. It's true. I think we have more confidence about the realization now
1: yes exactly it feels,
0: it feels more concrete for us um, exactly. and and that realization is that we don't like clear cut goals we just don't yeah. we don't we like mystery
1: and mm-hmm. we like creativity and we mm-hmm. like being out of the box and usually we end up rebelling against anything that resembles a box i mean mm-hmm. let's face it we've done that our whole lives yeah. and it's because we like to have fun with it we grow and we pick up wisdom that we didn't even intend to and we end up in positions and doing things that we never even dreamed we do that we would do um And that journey is priceless. And it turns out that we love it much more than accomplishing any standard clear cut goal. Yeah. We finally admitted that. That's,
0: that's our addiction. Our addiction is, um, adventure, I think. Yes. Yes. Like, don't tell me how it's all going to go and don't tell me how to get there. I will, (laughs) we will stumble our way. I will get lost and get, uh, you know, carve my own way The thing
1: is, you know, when you're still doing cool things, you're still doing fulfilling things. Mm -hmm
0: and you're not just taking the clear cut path. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. It is. It is. I love, I just, I, when you said it, we love the mystery and the surprise of it. Mm-hmm. We love how, like watching it take shape. Um, it's kind of like getting exactly what you asked for, but in a surprise package.
1: Yes. Well, and I just, I don't know about you, but I never could have dreamed up some of the things that we've done. So it's like, if I had this clear cut box mm-hmm. of what I was going to do and how I was going to do it, I would miss the the sideways journeys we've taken to actually accomplish the things that we have accomplished.
0: Yeah. I know I've asked you this before, but in your life, have you ever put author, <laughs> write a book down on any list of goals that you have ever made?
1: No, have a podcast, design yeah. a website, like all these things that we've done.
0: It's like, no, I mean, that I wasn't these things are necessary at all. If you want to be like a top network marketer in a company. Right. Um, but you know, like we've realized that if we're going to make it to um, certain goals that we've set, there's a certain way we want to do it like that. You know, that there's this stuff that we want to pick up along the way. We just have so much more fun Mm -hmm. with this stuff and it's so much more fulfilling for us. Um, And we've, we've really, I think we've defined our value system a lot better so that we're not setting goals that aren't in alignment with our values. Yes. Um, We're a lot less motivated by money than we used to think.
1: Yeah, I wish that was more motivation yeah. about money, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've like, never, like, we've had some really cool things with money happen. Yeah. Now, really cool ways of support that have come to us, and, um, you know, surprise, just surprise money has just shown up, and it's been really cool, and we've definitely not lacked for anything, Um, but I, like, I feel, if you want to define the term wealthy, I feel it. Yes. I just, it's just not what I would have just dis- described, you know, five or six years ago right. when I was my stressed out, burned out self and thought I just needed a bunch of cash to.
1: Yeah. Out. It's that abundant and rested, but mm-hmm. still passionate
0: mm-hmm. and want to keep going. Very much alive. Um, so basically we are completely ruined. We will never <laughs> ever make good employees to anybody ever again. <laughs> <laughs> no. We can never return to a normal job. And we wanted to kind of lay this out for you. And we've talked about the scale of consciousness before. And one of my fears for me is that I will become apathetic about something. Like I think, like I set a goal and I start working for it. And then I, I feel like I stop caring and give up on it. And part of our realization this week was there's a big difference between apathy and willingness. The scale of consciousness is a scale that was made up by Dr. David Hawkins. And he um, just, put in order a bunch of emotions that we all naturally feel in order from the lowest, most heavy feeling all the way up to the top, um, lightest, um, most effortless, not effortless, but the the lightest emotions. And at the very bottom is like shame and grief and fear and all those heavy things that drag us down. And down there and amongst all those is apathy because when you don't want to feel those things, the easiest route out of it is just cut off your feelings. It's not the smartest choice, but it is what we do. And then if you work your way up, um, you end up, you know, working through some anger and some pride, and then you get to this level of courage that just says, take a leap. And that's what we've been talking about. We've taken several leaps in the past two years. And then beyond courage, what you get to is a point where you have to say, I'm just, I don't, I can't see what's next. I don't like, I I know what the vision is. I know what I want. I know what my goal is. I've had the courage to step toward it. But now I just have to have willingness. So when you, apathy versus willingness, here's the difference. Apathy says, I don't care and just quits trying or does it half-heartedly so that it can't work, you know, it won't work in a million years. But willingness is so different because you do let go of that goal. Kind of like we were just talking about, like, we're going to keep putting that goal on paper and writing the number beside it. We still care about it. It admits that you still have passion for something and it's a risk but it's a risk to work for it um but willingness says that if you do those things and you just keep working toward it without guarantee that the results are actually going to happen um that it will it that's it's like a level that slides you up into um closer to i believe the next one is reasoning and love and then peace and joy so it's like the pathway to happiness to let go of the goal and just work for it because it's in you and it has to come out. It's like whatever that passion is can't be stifled, can't be shoved down. It can't be traded or basically prostituted away for security and money or a safe, quote unquote, safe job. You've got a passion in you. You've got something you're here to do and it has to come out of you regardless of whether or not you see the clear cut path to the goal that you're working for.
1: Yeah. And I think sometimes when you're doing things a little outside of the box, like we have a tendency to do, um, you have to honor your way of doing things. And, um, I've been listening to the audiobook of, I know Jennifer, you've read this book before, but it's anatomy of the spirit by Caroline, Carolyn Mace. And,
0: um, in that she kind of oh, talks about just for listeners. It's not like a religious spiritual book. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's more about like the, I mean, literal anatomy of how your body and your spirit and everything are intertwined
1: yeah yeah and so um you know in it she's kind of talking about how energy moves through the body and so um you know she said if you picture your body as a tree um the roots of the tree would be the base of your spine and then your solar plexus which is the area kind of over your diaphragm below the breast and above the belly button that's the area where we hold confidence courage um and where we honor ourselves, that's kind of the top of the trunk of your tree. And from there, your branches go out, right? So your branches would look like your connection to God, growth, enlightenment, wisdom, relationships, that sort of thing. So the branches are kind of what hold the fruit of your life. Um, And if your solar plexus is bogged down by not honoring the work inside of you in the way you want to do it, then those branches will end up being very weak, which this is, it's, it's, affects everything, which is why it's so incredibly important to honor what you're passionate about and also, you know, honor the way you want to go about it, even if it's not those clear-cut goals that we, you know, think we're supposed to follow. Um, honor what, what your spirit is telling you
0: you need to do. Yeah, you know, you can, like, the solar plexus relates to, you know, honor and courage, which is very much like the scale of consciousness and beyond, courage is that willingness and it's like that's where all of the fruit comes in Mm -hmm. after you take that leap of courage so um yeah we've we had to work real hard over the past two years to to define what that value system was for us to Mm -hmm. be able to honor it because I think we just kind of kept changing there were a few times where we got discouraged or frustrated because we you know the Compass feels like it's changing when you're like, I'm working toward this, but it's really not what your heart's desire is. Right. It's just this thing that you think you need or want. hmm And we're not the best at picking what that is with no. our limited perspective. So if you're trying to become more aware of this in your own life, it's a it's a big, you know, it's a big thing. We've we talk mm-hmm. this stuff out a lot. We do a lot of self-reflection. And it's still a pretty big task to take on, but it's I mean, if you don't, then it's it's um it's not worth living without figuring this out. Yes. You know, it's not worth just working and earning your money and going home with a paycheck. And it's not worth just settling for security to not figure this out. It's, it's definitely worth it to put the time into it. So if you're working toward that and you want to become aware, as well as tap into what's next for you in this crazy season of life, I know it's been difficult for a lot of people trying to figure out what's next. We have an oil tip for you. And this oil tip kind of came to us. We didn't (laughs) go researching it. Um, Neroli is the oil that we suggest you make sure you have and start using. It is the orange blossom of the wild orange tree from our doTERRA wild orange oil. And coincidentally, recently I posted a picture of it. Wasn't even talking about it on my Instagram. I was actually talking about just being careful about what we put on our skin and people started commenting and telling me that they had been using it a lot lately. I was like, well, that's a funny coincidence. Um, and then I was talking to you, we were talking about honor and finding that, you know, uh, finding that place of honor within ourselves and doing what we said we would do and, and doing it in a way that, that goes with our value system. And that day I was thinking about that and I picked up my bag and the just rolled out of my bag as I was pondering that whole honoring self thing. And it hit me. I was like, Oh, I think I've heard before that Neroli is good for helping with honoring and valuing your own like gifts, talents, the way you work, all of those things and, and creating more awareness around it.
1: And meanwhile, crazy enough, um, I had taken Neroli to the lake a couple of weekends ago and had just stuffed it down in my purse and I was looking for it last week and couldn't find it. And I was really annoyed that I couldn't find it. And all of a sudden my purse tumped over like a day later and it rolled right out of my purse. And so I ended up rolling it all over um, my arms and my neck. And um, I, it's just crazy cause that it literally rolled right out of both of our bags.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's it of out, of, out of nowhere.
1: Yeah. So we're going to give you like some of our favorite ways to use Neroli. I love to roll it right over the solar plexus and on the pulse points.
0: And I have used it as a lip moisturizer. You can like roll it right over your lips straight from the bottle or mix it with a little bit of peppermint. And it is so good at holding moisture and like plumping up skin cells and making them all just nice and fresh.
1: And I also love to use it as a perfume because
0: it smells like honeysuckle on a warm summer night. It's amazing. I had someone comment when I posted it the other day. Um they said that they had been mixing it with tangerine and it was like the best smell that they had ever smelled. And I still have yet to do that. I've got to do that, but I can just imagine in my head that it would be like, you know, tangy and fruity. And then that's that sweet honeysuckle smell. I just, it, it makes my mouth water just thinking about it what it really smells
1: does. Like. like. As soon as we're done recording, I'm going to get the honey, the, the honeysuckle. Oh my gosh, that's funny. The neroli and the tangerine, and try it. Um, and then I posted about it the other day and someone from Instagram Um, commented and said they use it as a deodorant because they love the aroma and because it promotes lymphatic drainage that it's a really great way to um, you know use it as as deodorant. It's cool idea. So um, we're excited for our next one-year check-in next July to see what (laughs) milestones um, we will have hit between now and then and what changes have happened. Um, We certainly didn't imagine any of this a year ago and even though times are weird and hard in many aspects things have turned out better than we could have dreamed if we had set and achieved clear-cut goals that we thought we wanted so yeah we're thankful um and we'll check back in we'll do another july podcast uh in 2021 and tell you what we've been up to um in the meantime you can check out our websites uh rootedinlove.co and valpetty.com or our social media which um Jennifer is rootedinlove.co on Instagram and rootedinlovecollective on Facebook. And I am the Essential Joyologist on Facebook and Val Petty, the Essential Joyologist on Instagram. So we'll see you next time. All right, see ya.